0: We're here with one of my favorite guests, multiple appearances now, uh, for Jasmine McKnight, who's back. Um, We're here for what's kind of a tradition now, previewing the Gigi's upcoming season. Jasmine, how are you?
1: I'm super good, super pumped to be here. I think this is our third time doing this. I think so. Third? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, looking forward to getting into uh, the Gigi's.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's been it's been a while. It's been like a year since we did this. How's your summer treated you?
1: Summer has been super like super busy, super not busy at the same time. Trying to keep up with the Ottawa weather is oh probably God. the main thing. It's impossible. Um, but yeah, overall, super good. What about you?
0: Yeah, it's been busy. This is uh I think this is my This is going to be my second episode since, like, March, (laughs) so (laughs) I just kind of, like, put it on a a hiatus for a little bit, and basically just been planning day trips, and got a little kiddo, and that keeps me busy, so.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, a lot of playground time, so (laughs) it's hard to record a podcast from a playground, which I should try, actually.
1: There's definitely an audience for that.
0: There is definitely an audience for that. (laughs) um how's the career in ultimate going you still playing
1: um I did not play so I finished my Gigi's career which is I wish I could play university ultimate forever um yeah this last team that we had was super fun um and really enjoyed that but I have not played since I've taken the summer off I started running Hello. not even a week before I started this running thing did I say, I don't understand why anybody would run for no reason. <laughs> I don't get it. It looks boring. I would never do that. Um, but then I ran the Ottawa Race Weekend 10K. And then after that, I was like, I could do a half marathon. I could do that. Um, so in October, on October 1st, I'm gonna do the Quebec City half marathon.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! And,
1: and that's my new, that's my the phase I'm in right now.
0: Okay. Well, congratulations, sir, for uh, doing your first 10K <laughs> there and and signing up for a half. That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: super weird. Did not expect the timeline to take me on that path, but here we are.
0: Well, there you go. Well, good luck mm-hmm. on that.
1: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it's weird.
0: Yeah. It's fun though um I used to run more often and I keep saying I should get back into running I should get back into running and it's yet to happen but you know I feel maybe, like once
1: you start you'll be back in it
0: I think so and like I feel like when when you, know, you talk to other people who are you know who are doing it it kind of gives you that extra little ah yeah For I sure. really should do it I really should do it <laughs> we'll see I'll I will get back to you um, okay <laughs> so you've also graduated since we last talked I think
1: yeah congratulations a, on that thank you I I'm a grown-up apparently <sighs> according to the piece of paper
0: it's all lies it's all it lies. is it's all a scam yeah, it's all a scam
1: whatever um,
0: <laughs> but I did you're, it <laughs> so you're, you're now formally the co-editor of the fulcrum but you're still in the university realm uh because you have a new job title um, can you talk a little bit about about that?
1: Yeah, so I finished up my term at the Fulcrum in April or May. I actually don't remember for some reason. Um, but pretty shortly after that, I was able to um, find a role in the actual University of Ottawa's team. Um, so now I work um, doing sports information and digital media. Um, yeah, just for varsity athletics, varsity and recreation as a, as a whole. Um, so it's really cool to have like a new perspective on, you know, seeing the teams every day. The coaches are around definitely like kind of like flipped, if that makes sense, where I was a student athlete um, on a club team while I was at the Fulcrum covering other teams. Um, and now I'm getting like the insider perspective, which is really fun. I get to see all the fun parts, all the stressful parts. Um, and it hasn't been long. Um, so I'm excited to do like my first season from this position. And yeah, just like really immerse myself in university sports.
0: That's fantastic. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's that like that's great for me because I'm uh like as we chatted about, you know, uh before the pod, I'm framing you as the expert. <laughs> and and you've just said you have all the inside goods, so so you're definitely gonna be the expert in this in this episode. Yeah, on eventually. Okay, okay.
1: Eventually.
0: Um <laughs> so yeah, we're talking Gigi's women's soccer, of course. And last season was a really busy one because not only did they have the run to the national championships where they won mm-hmm. bronze. Uh, They also won gold at the FISU America's tournament, uh, beating a team from Brazil in the finals. Um, So that was a lot of soccer to play. So um, you have to think that was pretty taxing, right?
1: For sure. And like also um, the indoor series, they really play as much soccer as they can. And that's like, I think an overall, like really awesome experience for all the players to have so many opportunities to play. Obviously, like, getting to travel and um, partake in tournaments, like, not not only in Ontario, not only in Canada, but, like, elsewhere in the world is a really cool thing that we've got to see in the last couple years with this team. Um, And I think that's, like, exciting for for us that, like, follow soccer, um, for the team that's obviously playing. um, But also just for, like, upcoming girls and players that, are now seeing that you don't necessarily like have to go play at a school in the states to have those opportunities. It's like you can do that here, and that's really sweet.
0: If anything, you might see, uh, I mean, with the success that Ottawa's had, you might actually even see more of that kind of action coming to a school like Ottawa. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, with the new season comes some players uh, graduate and they and they have to leave the program, but new players are always coming in. Um are there any new players uh on the roster that uh, you think are ones to watch?
1: Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Um so obviously you can find the roster announcements on the team's Instagram and everything, but I'm just going to highlight a few. The first one I think is kind of funny, not really a new player to the OUA or U Sports, but um from Queens, the GG's uh got jenna and
0: she was kubo right yeah
1: yeah Yeah. um so i think that's a huge pickup and like obviously um an oua first team all-star um nice to have like another strong experienced forward especially like like you said players leaving the lineup um it kind of feels like we have this like fantasy forward lineup because we have the national pl- reigning national player of the year um, in Cassandra. So that's like a really cool situation. Um, so, really excited to see like what somebody like Jenna is considered like such a strong playmaker. Um, I think she led this conference in assists. Um, she's so that's like, like,
0: really good. She's yeah, a really good, yeah. She's a, a good really player. good get.
1: um (laughs) but then also um yeah that's somebody to watch in the sense of like queens is a team that has rivaled the ggs um so snatching a star from there
0: i think she was their captain so sorry queens sorry
1: sorry um another one is um I hope I pronounced her last name correctly, but Florence LaRoche. Um, okay. So she is from Quebec. Um, she had a year, a couple years playing at San Diego State, um, but she's coming here now. And um, she played, she won the 2017 Canada games uh, with Quebec, Team Quebec. Okay. Um and then she also represented Canada at the World U17 World Cup, FIFA World Cup in 2016. Um, so those are already great sounding um, achievements, I would say. So she'll be in good the lineup resume. as well. Yeah, good resume, exactly. Um, and then a couple local pickups um, Maya Dussault and uh, Gab Ferland. So those are some names to keep an eye out for, I think. Um, Really exciting stuff. Yeah.
0: Right on. Um, And of course, you know, we have returning players. Um, Who, uh, like what returning players do you expect to have, uh, you know, some more significant roles?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's just acknowledge Cassandra. Again, reigning National um, Player of the Year um I think she it's really, scored
0: like the most goals of like any player men's or women's across the country last year
1: yeah I I think I they just posted about that on OUA or something and they were like oh, right on. who's who's gonna score more I'm like maybe her again actually um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I think she had 18 goals last year um so yeah something like that yeah so if she can improve on that, I think we're in pretty good hands. We're good, yeah. Um, yeah. So with her, um, Sumaya's back. So that'll be good. On the defense, Adrienne Elvin's back. My Smith is back. Yeah, pretty solid, I would say.
0: Do you think there's any like storylines for fans to watch?
1: Uh, well, just talking about this whole Queens thing, I think that's gonna be um pretty exciting um
0: it's always a grudge match do you think it's gonna be like taken up if it's,
1: it must be like it <laughs> has to be because i don't know the story i don't know how everybody feels i i think it'll be really exciting just to see um how she plays against queens and then how queens comes out to play against like
0: it again it is a, like a rival team yeah it is like a legitimately a big rivalry like like mm-hmm. all the players i've talked to who like uh, uh graduated always say like oh like if they play for queens they're like u of o or if they play for the ggs like, oh, queens. <laughs> like there's well, it's actual just... like like anger still that lingers
1: literally <laughs> <laughs> well and then also just like they played each other so early on um in the season last year and that ended in a tie Whereas this year, like it's still like an early game on the schedule, Mm -hmm. Um, just the fourth game. But like, I feel like around fourth or fifth, Mm -hmm. but I still feel like around that time of year, you can already kind of see like which teams are, you know, as strong as they once were or weren't. And I just feel like like both teams are like going to be good still. And so that's still like good timing to have that game.
0: I thought that kind of leads into my next question, which is uh, who do you think will be three of the toughest opponents on the OUA mm-hmm. calendar?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just stick to talking about Queens for a second. But um, for all the reasons we already talked about, that's an exciting, grueling game. Looking forward to that. I'm also interested to see how each team handles that game. Uh, for Ottawa, they'll be coming off of a two-week break. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, they just have a really large break at that point in the schedule where
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Queen, Queens will have played the day before. Um, so that should be, I don't know how that'll affect either team. It's like, um, will Ottawa be,
0: be like rusty or like, or will Queens they just be tired? like nice
1: and rested? Like, I'm yeah. not sure. Um, and it is in Ottawa. So I have Toronto on my radar. Um, I don't think necessarily like my picks for like who's, who were the big OUA um, teams this year, that much of a shock, like considering how well Toronto did last year in the regular mm-hmm. season. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's like another tough matchup that was a loss for Ottawa last year. Um, The only loss for Ottawa last year. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I, I never count out carlton in any um in any sport when it comes to playing against ottawa um i just feel like the the rivalry scenario and the fact that it's like always in ottawa makes i don't know if it makes players play better or whatever i know last year um ottawa won both of those games pretty handily but again i would never count them out um They,
0: they do usually play ottawa pretty like tough though
1: Think, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's who's on my radar this year.
0: Okay. Uh, do you have any predictions for the season for the GGs, like maybe regular season record? Or do you think that they're going to go back to Nationals to compete there, which is down in Queens? Um,
1: which is in Queens. I was which just going to say, Queens. like, yeah. I, we can't shake these the, the <laughs> Queens scales. We can't shake them, which is okay. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I do think that they will... Um, find themselves in nationals again. I really believe that they'll make another medaling run. Okay. Um, uh, it's always hard to predict how a team's gonna do when they lose like a handful of players. Um, I remember last year I talked about Kat Delev. Um, on this podcast, yep. quite a bit. And I do think that that's you know somebody that's hard hard to lose like a like a voice a leader on your team. As well as, like, a couple couple pieces here and there um, with Trinity Esperts graduated. Um, and then we only had her for last year, but Kayla Kyle made an impact on the team, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, having new players come in and, like, having to imagine, like, are these people going to fill those shoes? I hope so. Are they going to go beyond that? I hope so because if they do, and the whole team does, we're on the path to another medal, and that's cool. Um, so I, I'm i putting my faith in the GGs that everything's gonna come together. Um, they've already played two preseason games. Not sure if you've seen the results of those. Um, so they went down to Dartmouth. Um, it was a one-one draw there. And then on Wednesday, Tuesday, one of those days. Um, I think Wednesday. Santa F- Santa Fx was in town, uh, so that was a three nothing loss, unfortunately. And then I found that
0: really surprising, but it is just preseason, though. It, so it I'm is not, just I'm not, pre-season. not sure how much to read into that,
1: and you can't read into it too much. But you know, it can it it can have a a tone setting effect. Um, again, I I have complete faith in the GGs um I think last year my I tried to remember what my prediction was I feel like I might have said 10-1 and one um
0: that might be right it
1: it, maybe it was that um last year was nine one and two
0: okay Um, pretty close then
1: I was close and I feel like a crazy person for wanting to go 10-1 and one again
0: it sounds I mean it doesn't sound crazy you know
1: it sounds a tiny bit crazy
0: for a team with like but, a strong culture like they do like like mm-hmm. you got to think they they're, they're going to rack up mostly wins, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like what we have up front is so strong that it's like how how are you supposed to bet against it? I don't know. I feel like I had this exact same confidence last year and it paid off pretty well. Okay. So I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go 101 and one and I'm not I'm not even going to doubt myself.
0: Okay, we're we'll locking it in. There. Yeah. All right. You know, a question that just occurred to me because last year we were talking about the GGs and Ravens game, how how it should be a bigger deal. Uh, mm-hmm. How you know how they should play at, like TV Place or anything. Like that. Um, now that you're on the inside, is there any like chatter about about oh. uh, making a bigger deal about, about it? making
1: a bigger deal? Yeah. About it? I think it's actually kind of funny because I think on one of this is before I was hired that this occurred. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But um, the Ottawa GG's account posted something about the rivalry series, which is the big name games like Panda, yeah, yeah. Colonel By, whatever. And I okay. think one of the soccer players literally commented like, we, we play Carlton on this day, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely something to know and something I'll have to push a little bit. Okay. Um, as of right now, that's just, matt anthony field
0: okay and then the raven's nest i guess too
1: but we also said last year that we were going to take it upon ourselves to make it a bigger deal that's true we we could do better
0: (laughs) (laughs) do we start a campaign do we like do like a
1: we need to have like a like how can we do this like an event
0: like like a petition at least at least a petition (laughs) We can at least do a petition. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so, um, I did notice that this is probably going to be, um, after this episode goes up, but, um, uh, some GG's players are going to be at the Atletico Ottawa game, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, on Saturday against Forge FC. Um, so like, it is kind of nice to see, uh, you know, a bit of increased visibility there. Um, and I wonder if, uh, if um Atletico Ottawa would be kind of interested in in kind of helping boost the local university soccer scene
1: for sure yeah as of right now i'm not sure it is good to like see that relationship grow especially as like i feel like soccer in ottawa grew a lot in the last like year maybe mm-hmm. even two years um with the presence of um the team and like having you know a professional soccer scene um, like I like I'm so embarrassed I still have not I've still not made it to a game. Um, we're gonna
0: change that,
1: yeah, it's like
0: we're gonna get you to a game.
1: It's like kind of illegal that I haven't been yet. um, but all the that's content I've
0: in the city I think, <laughs> I think they should have offered you some tickets by now at the very least. like maybe that's point. on that let it go.
1: <laughs> but um, I obviously like have uh friends that go to every single game. Um, and the content is just really cool. Like seeing how like into it people get, um, and yeah, like you said, just like really cool to have, um, some GG's players make content at TD place. And, um, again, like build the relationship with that, with the team and hopefully grow soccer a little bit more and the visibility is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that kind of ties into the next portion of the pod um because uh you know there have been so many good players for the ggs um and like across u sports um but in canada u sports is arguably like the top level of women's soccer right now it's like that and and league one canada and lots of players like play u sports and they play league one canada um but if players who can't like who want to turn pro can't find a contract somewhere as, as that's often the case, they they're kind of forced to retire. Um, so we've seen like a strong connection in men's soccer between um in Ottawa between Atletico and the Ravens men team. Um and with the the upcoming Project Eight women's team or women's league coming, um, I think you could have an even stronger connection between an Ottawa team, assuming that happens, um, and the GG's. So before the show, I asked you to think about the current roster and like recent GGs and recent GGs alumni and see if we can put together like a hypothetical GGs only starting 11 for a project eight league Ottawa side. So we didn't totally organize how we were going to do this. So I don't know if you want to like, like if you want to go back and forth and we can like say, Hey, here's who we thought would be on a starting 11. Or if you just want to like, go over some names and see how our lists compare.
1: Yeah, let's let's see how we compare. We can kind of like go back and forth a little bit and then we can uh, Okay. We can see if it's even possible to make a solid 11 when there's just so many good players oh, out there.
0: Well, that's just like I like I think there wasn't a, a a problem of of coming up with a solid 11. I think my problem was having to leave out some players because I felt very yeah. upset. some players that i didn't have (laughs) on my list
1: this is exactly what i went through (laughs) i was like what do you mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's only like yeah like you can't have uh you know eight midfielders why or or (laughs) 10 or 10 forwards because there's been so many damn good forwards yeah
1: um yeah exactly i went through this too and it i was excited that you mentioned this because well, I had to ask you for help when I was doing it, but I was looking into um, or the recent GGs that have gone on to have um professional careers this last season and I couldn't find their stats. So I yeah, sent you. Stats a message, are
0: very hard to find said, uh in like a lot me. of yeah, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um oh actually I recently found a website and I was and it um oh no, I shared it with you. That's you great. sent
1: it, you sent me, yeah.
0: I did, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: It was uh, yeah, it was a life-saving moment, so thank
0: you. <laughs> no problem.
1: Um, <laughs> anyways, um, do you want to start by, like, position, maybe? Yeah. And then, yeah, we can do that section by section.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, so I'm curious to to see, like, how how our, like, let's compare by position. Um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling we'll, we'll have quite a few that are the same. Yeah. But... Did you
1: have any criteria specifically, or were you just like, oh, you're good?
0: It's just how I felt.
1: Okay, yeah, you followed your heart i follow my
0: heart pretty much yeah but that's but that's why it it hurts so much to leave some (laughs) some players off you're also there (laughs) i also also care about you yeah (laughs) um so what i kind of went with um i thought i would go with like a three four three formation so that's so like you know so i had like three spots for d four for mid and three forwards um for goalkeeper let's start there um I thought there was no one else I could go with, but Margot Shore.
1: Okay. I also have Margot and I was ready to defend myself about it.
0: 100%. So I
1: have, yeah, great. Perfect. How,
0: however, I do have a special mention uh, for Hilary Demann, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, is also playing professionally somewhere in France, maybe?
1: Uh, Yes. You might have um, that. Belgium.
0: Okay. Belgium. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's been some stellar goalkeepers, including players I guess, still currently on the roster who yeah. also could perfectly <laughs> could just be play
1: on 100%. this team yep 100
0: <laughs> um okay but i'm uh,
1: glad we were on the same page there okay.
0: so um i have three de- three defenders how many do you have
1: yeah i also have three
0: okay who do you have
1: okay i have um cooper lee same um and then this is—I don't know if this is a little too far back—but I went um, Gillian Baggett. Okay. Yeah, and then then I flipped in went super recent and went Trinity Esper.
0: Okay, so so mm-hmm. I, uh, so I also have Trinity. Um, so who is the other name?
1: Um, I had Cooper Lee.
0: Yep.
1: And Gillian Baggett.
0: Okay. Um, are you so... familiar? No, I'm not.
1: Okay, so she. Um it was really random that it like came up because I was like going through some some content on the website. Um just looking through web pages. So okay. she was the national player of the year in twenty twelve. Really? Um yeah. Um Is she on defense. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. So if that was supposed to be a factor.
0: That's okay. Oops. We'll just have to bring her um, out of retirement. It's fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so she was second team, uh, defense 2011 and then 2012 first team and national player of the year
0: fantastic so Mm -hmm. i also had cooper lee yep also had trinity esprit uh and i put Adrienne devlin oh yeah uh Mm -hmm. because i thought last year she was just an absolute standout um like on the streams uh i heard gordon smith say her name (laughs) like like (laughs) almost as much as like the whole time exactly yeah (laughs) Um and I could listen to that guy talk all day with his with his Scottish brogue, but yeah, yeah. Um but interesting thing about those three, I, I didn't realize that until I actually like wrote down their names, but they all played together this summer with Simcoe. So they're just like super familiar anyway. So they could probably yeah. just step into any they, professional they, side and just be like, like a back three.
1: Yeah, easily package a deal. Yeah.
0: And Simcoe really seems to like Gigi's players, so something about him. Something about it. Something about it. So, um, I had four midfielders. Come okay. Up. I wrote
1: down four. Cause I okay. was like crying the whole time. Oh, yeah. you want to go first this time?
0: Sure. Um, okay. Uh, so two players, um, who this summer played with OSU. I to love. I think would be, um, just a stalwart in the mid for anyone and Miranda Smith. Uh, okay. With some good pro experience. Um, and uh just like still has a hell of a shot. like um when when I interviewed her, I talked about how uh the the goal she scored that like secured the national championship uh was just like one of the one of the best absolute bangers i've I've seen in any league. um, but OSU had some had some clips uh, just over the last few months and and she's still just like she's still I don't know how she it. does it because I don't think she's a big person, but like holy mackinac <laughs> <laughs> um uh also Haley walsh mm-hmm. um has uh uh ever since leaving the ggs she's played really well with electric city and got a pro contract last year with treaty united in ireland as well as cooper lee they yeah both played uh, played in ireland and my last midfielder would be sadie Cider eckenberg mm-hmm. who is uh who only played one year with the ggs but uh Uh, left because she's just amazing and is with and is with Le Havre in in uh, France's top division and like has a few goals there like she's unbelievable so So, those are my four
1: yeah so almost the same for me Miranda is who I was crying over
0: oh no um
1: because so I had Haley Sadie and Kat Delev as well okay um I just like locked those three in and then yeah and then had a breakdown yeah. um I yeah. really wanted to include um Kat Beern on my list um okay. I just felt like when I first started watching Gigi's she was just like all over the place in the midfield I thought she was so cool like um just a staple Gigi for me yeah. um and she's got her own list of um acknowledgements in U Sports and OUA so okay. I went back and forth on her and Miranda um, Miranda does have the professional experience though and like if you're saying she's still out there doing the thing then I'm happy to go that way with with our if we're making a complete final list
0: um okay so that just leaves some forwards yeah so, so... I
1: I also so I have four here. I know that's not proper, but I that's I'm okay. st- I'm not capable of crossing out names right now. Um,
0: <laughs> too <painful>. So
1: I <laughs> I put Emma Lafayette on immediately. Same. Um, yeah, just no, no thoughts even just right there. Um, Michaela Morton.
0: Oh, I had a hard time leaving her off of mine.
1: No, don't do
0: this. I did, I did. Um, and
1: then I I put Cassandra on. Yeah. Um, and then I put Pilar. Um, Corey on.
0: Okay, so Mm -hmm. I had three forwards. So Mm -hmm. my three were Emma, Cassandra, and Pilar. Yeah, Corey, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was uh, uh, but leaving like yeah, leaving some other names off like. Uh, i i really wanted to have victoria Marchand on there too because i think she would i like like i think she should be in a pro league somewhere but not to be yeah or uh sumaya or nebo yeah or, um are like not being in my 11 is just so painful
1: yeah it feels wrong i like i'm still looking at these four names like i feel like i just like can't I can't just take Michaela off this list. Like it's, it's like wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like it's all wrong to take any of them off.
0: I mean, anyone who played for, for like the world championship team, is mm-hmm. just, like you could easily just put like that whole starting lineup on.
1: Yeah, truly. Yeah. yeah. Which that's great for the U Auto program. I think it says a lot. Like well, Exactly. Really, yeah. Yeah. Really like, like proud to like, be you know adjacent a part of it and like it's just cool to watch and especially um just like over the last however long I've been watching at least like I just feel like there's been like really big jumps in the things that the team is doing and it's like so awesome
0: well and it really just shows like the talent that comes through the program and like the fact that some of these players you know don't have uh pro contracts or like haven't been playing pro on a regular basis but like w- we know their quality like it just, mm-hmm. like it just shows that like there's there's a gap there and i really hope that ottawa gets a pro team when that you know women's league starts up uh in uh 2025 yeah um... i'm calling out atletico ottawa right now it should be you that does it because <laughs> it just makes way yeah. too much sense <laughs> just like it's just a few million dollars. Just just do a it.
1: few million.
0: It's just... Atletico Madrid. Like, come on, <laughs> it's nothing. It would be like a like an accounting error. Just do yeah.
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ah, that's funny. No. Yeah. Fingers crossed that. Yeah, I think Ottawa has a lot of potential
0: yeah. as a soccer city. And that's just the GGS, and like you know, uh, no shade on the Ravens who have quality players and like there's also college like Algonquin has a Mm -hmm. incredible history of winning, of like winning championships too like lots of players um like actually have been like have been GGs and also been you know been Algonquin players so there you go um I feel like
1: we also should acknowledge um Steve Johnson U Ottawa's head coach clearly he's doing an incredible job too to um you know just year after year have like such dominant teams and you know help produce these amazing players that we just you know had heartbreak over putting on a list <laughs> 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 but like i said like i think we spend a lot of time talking about all the products of the program that let's i i feel good about taking you know, a, a couple seconds to acknowledge. Uh,
0: Absolutely, the, and I the, mean
1: the guy behind it.
0: Yeah, and I mean the players. The players love playing for him, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's really yeah, like it's really nice to see a guy who, uh, like, he seems to to want to to have the players kind of like getting the limelight, you know. And uh, but he clearly plays a a big role in their development. It seems. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much all i had i guess to wrap it up before i let you go are there any (laughs) upcoming pieces or personal projects you'd like to plug and where can people follow you or find your stuff
1: yeah so i changed my instagram name um so it's just jasmine mcknight 88 now i think i primarily post things going on um there whether it's gg stuff across all sports um personal work i'm doing um anytime i actually hop on twitch and play games
0: oh so you're still um, a twitch star
1: still a star okay. um i i'm just like running playing floorball i don't know if you saw it but i was um uh, i was on the national team earlier this year um, i did see
0: that for yeah for floorball, for
1: floorball yeah and we we had a two-game series against uh, the United States, and we lost. But it was really fun, really cool experience. So, hoping to continue to be involved with that program and that sport, I really love it.
0: Just casually um, on a on a floorball team, like on a floorball national team, like yeah.
1: I don't know why I didn't mention that before. When I met- <laughs> I was so focused on oh free yeah, retirement. I'm a nationally recognized
0: floorball <laughs> player. This has um, never but- come up. We've spoken a few times. This has never come up. <laughs> uh yeah is this new and you're just like a natural or
1: um I was in and out of participation with the sport and program okay um before COVID and then after COVID I guess essentially what happened was they were you know trying to like get things together again and get people out again um and the Ottawa community is like super super fun and friendly and I don't really remember what my reasoning was for going back to it, but I went out to just like a couple drop-in like for fun sessions and was just like having a really good time. Um, and then, yeah, a couple months later came the tryouts for the national team. Um, so those were in Belleville, Belleville. <laughs> um,
0: Floor ball capital of Canada.
1: <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, And then just, like, I had such a good time, like, meeting the girls that had been representing the national program before and then, like, other new faces. Like, it was just really fun. And I immediately was, like, I'm going to cry and scream if I don't make this team. Um, And then, actually, funny story. We were told we were going to get the the email, like, around Christmas time or before Christmas time. And Mm -hmm. I didn't get an email. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, there's no way. Like, really? Like, am I that? People know who I am.
0: I'm Jasmine. Anyways. And then, Floorball Legend. And
1: then then one of uh, the captains, she like literally had to message me, text me, and be like, hey, like, just wondering why you haven't responded to the email. I like, so embarrassing. I just like went in my junk mail and it was sitting there. Oh, no. My, like, Google was like, that's garbage. She doesn't need to see that anyway. So it, I responded to the email. Everything was fine. And then we played at TMU.
0: Goddamn and... Google.
1: Goddamn Google, yeah. Then we, yeah, then we had our two games at TMU. It was really cool having our, you know, little training camp, couple of games. People came out. It was cool. Good experience.
0: Right on. So can people expect to see... You won the floorball court again in the near future?
1: In the near future, hopefully. Um yeah, the next like cycle for the women's team is kind of just like getting started. And the um the qualifications and everything will be the year after next year. Okay. Because it's uh, every two years that we get worlds. You
0: got floorball which star media doing it all
1: doing Doing it all all.
0: doing it all um
1: but yeah so um I will just be around the Gigi's a lot this year so that will be where you find me
0: okay so Mm -hmm. get yourselves to Gigi's events and you'll see Jasmine McKnight there Mm -hmm. all around star
1: and I'm friendly, so you can say hi to me. Friendly.
0: <laughs> that doesn't come across in this pod, but they'll find out. In yeah,
1: absolutely not.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much for joining. This has been a pleasure. We'll do it again next year. Yeah. And... See you next year. Yeah. We'll see you <laughs> next year. And I mean, hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we'll chat again before that too.
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm kidding. Thank you for having me on again. Absolutely. Best part of the year is this day.
0: It's like Christmas yeah (laughs) this is podcasting christmas god damn it thank you for listening to this episode of the step over podcast please follow the pod wherever you get your podcasts it really helps the show and you'll be doing me a big favor it also makes sure that you know right away when new episodes go up Sometimes there's, you know, a few weeks, maybe a few months between episodes, and and sometimes the juices are flowing, and and you'll hear me with more regularity. And either way, you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode when you subscribe. And I'm all about supporting local soccer, local footy, in all forms, so be sure to check out other local pods like VAR Check, uh, which chats a lot of European and and international footy, as well as Atletico Ottawa-focused content. And if you're an Atletico Ottawa fan capital city supporters group puts out there after the whistle pod after every single match for this show though that's it for this episode so go out and take in some local soccer there's lots coming up with atletico ottawa on the home stretch of the cpl season and u sports about to begin uh with the u ottawa ggs and carlton ravens both in action over the next two or three months so take in as much as you can and until next time we'll see you